Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Cue It Up with the Q Brothers. That's us. Us, as always. So we tried, uh, Ralph, we uh, tried. To- my name is Ralph Quartucci. Well, I did say your name, Ralph, but uh, yes, it is Ralph, and I'm John Quattrucci. So, Ralph, we tried the grand experiment uh, two weeks ago. We the did ten minute, the 10-minute trial. And it failed miserably. People, The people who watched it and listened to it liked it, but not too many people did. So uh, I don't know if this one will be an hour. It's definitely not going to be 10 minutes. Uh, but, uh, hey, you know what? We'll just go on and, and What's do the, what. What do you think? What's the analytics saying? Why are we losing our fans? Any, I don't know. Uh, maybe we're boring people. Maybe we're talking about Could too be. much family stuff. Um, so I want to before, before. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of bored by it, but I enjoy it. Well, I, maybe I that's you, showing. If you're bored with it, then it's probably going to be reflective of the podcast. No, I enjoy, why, I enjoy these. I'm kidding. That's probably why people are turning it off because you're bored. I'm not. I love this. Our, our big audience, fan, Debbie, Debbie from our po- other podcast. She is uh, always big listening. Fan. So. Mom and dad, big fans. Big fans. They haven't subscribed, though, which is, what? I don't, what? you know. Do they know how to? No, but, okay. you know, I that's figured why. they'd figure it out. And, no. uh, you know, our audience might be small, but uh, they're loyal. Uh, so subscribe, hit the notification button, and share it. There might be some other people that like it. So, Ralph, before we get into our topic, uh, what's been going on in the week for you? I think a lot, from what I understand. Would you like to share it with us? Sure, sure. I'll share it. Uh, I've been working on my big National Geographic show. So I have been watching a lot of television. Two things. So we're doing um, – it was a one-hour show called 20 Animals That Might Kill You. Okay? That, that's the title. So it's literally a countdown from 20 down to oh, one, oh. obviously. So number one is the most likely to kill you? The most kills in the United States. Wow. Don't give it away. I think I've told you at one point, can't give it away because we don't want to spoil the fun. But we're getting up to the point where I was going to deliver the first rough cut. And my producer decided that this is so good. Let's now make it a two hour. So we broke it now up into two one hour chunks. Top 10, top 10. Oh, oh, I see. So, so I went from a one-hour cut ready to go that was 25 minutes too long. So all we had to do was cut it down for the, for the hour. Now I was up to a two-hour or one, uh, two one-hours that we're short on. So we had to add more content in. So I've been obsessing about that. So you Plus had to I'm, take the one-hour broadcast that you already did. Yeah, because it's a list, right? A- it was 20 animals. So yeah. all we had to do was chop it right in the middle and go, okay. Let's do the first 10 and the second 10. And, you know, right, you're going to add a lot a, more footage to fill the hour, right? That's right. And But from yeah. a network perspective, if we can get people to watch two one hours instead of one one hour, it's a, it's a win-win, right? Yeah. And all the muckety mucks said, hey, this thing's going well. Let's now make it two. And they might actually make it a series, which is a good thing for me and for the producers and anybody working what, Just on break it. the list up into fives or something? No, they'll always – I think it'll be 10. 10 will oh. be the, you know – 10 most so so what they'll do is things like 10 amazon animals that will kill you or 10 whatever it is i think this is a list of animals that might kill you based on numbers in the united states but you know we'll see and we have two two uh national geographic hosts are in it people who do other shows on on national geographic so they're kind of integrated through it so it's been fun plus i'm still in the rabbit hole in that damn documentary about the murder in colorado and i can't I'm obsessing about it and I'm finding, I'm turning into one of those people that's finding. So it's a, you know, it's about the guy who strangled his wife and his two kids. Well, I right. just saw a video yesterday where he's on camera holding the dog 
And his wife turns and says, don't choke the dog. And I felt like I was the first one that saw that. Meanwhile, it's been, so I'm losing my, that's a COVID, that's a COVID brain thing. Oh, yeah. So yeah. anyway, what about you? Whoa, 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 whoa. You, what? I mean, that was one thing, but um, how was your weekend? It was very nice. I had my, it was my birthday weekend. It was your birthday. And what'd you do on your birthday weekend? Well, Saturday, you know, I did the quinceanera. Do I have to do that again? And you were a big hit at that thing. It turns out when you're as old as I am and you can still dance, the Spanish ladies love you. All of them, young and old, didn't care. It was kind of weird because we had to be, you know, we had to wear masks and all that. And that was different. Did everyone wear the masks? Yes. And that was that was difficult. The heart, the heart's going. I mean, it's just yeah, like, dancing in a mask must have been so, tough. And that was it. So we did that, and that was a good good Saturday. Now, uh, so you're uh, how old are you, by the way, on your birthday? Fifty nine. Fifty nine. So Ralph is seeing somebody new, relatively new, and she reached Maria, and she reached out to me. I never spoke to her or anything, but she messaged me, I think through Facebook, Instant Messenger. And uh, she was getting Ralph pizza. And as you can see behind him, the town spa box, she wanted to know what kind of pizza he liked beyond the Hamburg pizza. And I thought, wow, that's pretty thoughtful of this young lady. And uh, I, I think she bought, what, three? How many she got? Had them delivered she got to three you? three pies, uh, two Hamburg, one plain. And you had a uh, little pizza night with her? Well, we had, I shared one. And Did she I, like the pizza, by the way? Well, I think she had to, I have no idea. I, I have no idea. Yeah, she enjoyed it, but I don't think. You, you know, didn't even ask her? This is your I did, I did. But world. I said, look, I know this is a pizza I grew up with. There's no way, it, I know it doesn't, I know what it is. It's not, it's, it's like in my DNA. So I think it's great. But most people who have never been there go, it's like eating paper. I don't understand what the big deal is. So. But she was thoughtful. She enjoyed it with me. And then I, I get to keep the other two for myself. So I was very impressed with that, I have to tell you. So uh, that's nice that she did that. As far as my week, uh, well, Monday, of course, it relates to golf. Uh, the weather here, we had 75-degree weather on Monday. So we golfed, and it was just spectacular. Uh, it was like golfing in the summertime. Mm. That was great. So then um, – so two days ago, I uh, – it's so nice out. I, I'm going to drop my roof. I have a convertible, uh, 2008 uh, BMW convertible. Beautiful car. I love this car. So I open the roof up, and it doesn't open all the way. Uh, it opens. Uh, it, it opens. The roof is completely open, but it doesn't go into the back all the way. It's sticking up a little bit. Now, I can't open it. I can't close it. It won't do anything. And I've never had a problem with this car. So I bring it to the BMW dealership and they say, we can fix it. Fine, fine, fine. I said, well, do it up and do a check, whatever you do. So then they call me and say, it'll be ready the next day. I go to pick it up. They hand me the bill and it was $2,100. Well, that's what you get for having a BMW. And I was like, wow. <laughs> I was. Did they not call you before that? No, no. I just told them to they do just the work. assume if you're dropping it off, you can afford it. So I had no idea, no Jesus idea Christ. it would have been that expensive. I figured 600 bucks. So it's funny because I just got a job uh, for the first time in a long time. And, you know, I put some of that money in the bank and I was feeling pretty good about myself. 
And a big chunk of that money just paid for my car. So that was kind of sad. That's my car is beautiful. You know, honestly, let's be honest. That's a first world problem. The week you're golfing, 70 degree weather, you bring a BMW in, costs you $2,100. Okay. It still broke my heart. I know. Well, my car's only got you know, 50- BMW, you know what that means, BMW. It means you're cool. It means break my windows. No, uh, no, not at all. People, in fact, uh, somebody said to me when I had the top down the other day, because remember, it's a 2008, but it's only got 51,000 miles on it. It looks beautiful. The guy says, hey, nice ride. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, well, you know my famous BMW joke, right? No. Why what's would you make difference? a joke about a BMW? Well, what's the difference between a BMW and a porcupine? Uh, something about pricks. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah, on a porcupine, the pricks are on the outside. That's the joke. Okay. But I'm, I'll, I'll do it on my new... There's a guy who drove... I can do that. I can do a rim shot. Oh, wait a minute. Rim shot. Can you hear that? I can do it on my new drum kit. So anyway, that was my week. So here's what I wanted to do. Wait, wait, wait. I got to ask you a question. Did you see the guy in the Masters drop that hole-in-one skipping off the water? Yeah, he did it, but it was in practice. It wasn't practice, in practice, but still. I yeah, mean, yeah, he did yeah, a yeah, hole-in-one off the water, skipping off the yeah, water. I got my first hole-in-one this year. So 2020 has been the worst year in the history of the universe. Right. But I got a hole-in-one. So that makes everything okay. No, it doesn't make everything okay. Wait a okay. minute. Do, do those guys practice that skipping off the water thing? Yeah, that was just... a trick shot. But he oh. wasn't trying to get a hole-in-one. No, but he, he was just trying to skip it off the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they oh. do that in the practice rounds, yeah. Um, so anyway, so what I wanted to do this week, because it's, it's funny, the more we do our other podcasts, the more I realize we both love movies, but it's amazing to me how on the opposite end of the spectrums we Completely. are as far as what we like. Completely. So here's what I wanted to do. I want to pick a genre that you really love, and then I want you to tell me, give me three movies from that genre that an audience uh, – if, if you really want to get the genre, you want to watch these movies. And if, if, I, if I know any movies from that genre, I will give you what I think. And then I'm going to give you my category. And uh, we might do this a few times as we go forward. Because um, I think it's kind of interesting to understand your thinking about why you, why you like a genre over or another one. Or why I prefer some movies over others. So I want to start. Is there a genre out there that your number one genre that these are the movies you like, and tell me why first. All right, well, I'm not going to go. I've been thinking about this because genres, so horror movies or crime yeah. movies or whatever. Uh, I'm going to, the, the kind of movie I love, the genre is financial movies, movies about finances. Because as you know, I don't know dick about finances, right? Well, I, I am like, you could knock me over with a feather. Out of all the categories I thought you'd right. pick, that I can I can barely balance a checkbook. I don't care about money. I just I just keep it coming in so I can keep doing oh. what I like to do. I, I don't think about future. I should. I mean, it's crazy that this is. But I don't care if it's a documentary or uh, mainstream film. So things like Wall Street, obviously, right. That's um, there's one on HBO. Uh, but why? Big... Why? Wait, 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 wait. Why? It, why it, it, why that? Why Wall Street? No, no. Or why finance? I don't there's care. something about when they when they break down all the stuff because I have no clue what's going on what the, what they're talking about. So it's movies like Wall Street. There's a movie on HBO called Too Big to Fail about the yeah. 2008 yeah, housing yeah. crisis. Yeah. The movie with Steve Carell 
can't even. It just I lost it. The, oh the yeah, short, yeah, yeah. What's that one called? I don't know. I, I okay. know which one you're talking I'll about. get it. I'll, I'll look it up. I just and Enron. There's an Enron documentary done by Alex Gibney, where he breaks down what happened. And there's something about not understanding the finances that just keeps me. I'm fascinated. And as a matter of fact, the one called Too Big to Fail, the HBO film. It's one of those movies that I watch all the time. It's like it's like it's comfort food for me. And Wall Street, when they're going through all the stock stuff, and and uh, there's another one called Margin Call with Zachary Quinto. Yeah, which is fantastic. Kevin Spacey, Zachary Quinto, where again, it's it's a housing crisis. It's it's a 2008 crisis where the the whole system's going to break down. There's just something I, I can't explain it because I don't understand any of it. Right. I can't figure out stocks and all that. I can't figure what's going on, but I'm fascinated by the films. And it's just one of those things. Um, what uh, what's the one with Corel? You don't know that one? I don't know. the No, I don't know the name of it. Oh, I can't believe it. It's it's uh, people are going to laugh because it's ridiculously simple. But well, how many times um, have you seen it? A bunch. But, you know, once I, I tell the light comes on, I forget stuff. <laughs> so um, uh, but yeah, I mean, if you break down. Wow. Like margin I call, I can't I watch. A ton. The Enron Boiler documentary. Room? You seen Boiler Room? Yes. Another one. Boiler yeah. Room is great. And The Wolf Again, of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. I love The Wolf of Wall Street. The Big Short. Come on. It's ridiculous. How could I not remember that? And again, I have no clue what's happening when they're talking about all that stuff, but I just, I love them. I can't, I, it's this crazy thing. And wow, I'm starting I'm to realize, like with this crime stuff that I'm watching and getting obsessed on, that there's details. It, there's something about the details that just keep me, it keeps me interested. Like that, the one that the um, Too Big to Fail, that stars William Hurt and a whole bunch of people. And it, it, it's just, I'm fascinated by how things work out there that I don't understand. So it's wow, crazy. I'm, not, I, I'm thinking in my head of all, all the categories you pick. So I'm thinking of all these movies. Never in a billion years would I thought you would have picked that. I mean, I right. love Wall Street. Uh, I think that's a really good movie. Oh, I love great. Wolf of Wall Street. Good one. Uh, I liked Boiler Room, but I, I don't, I mean, I can't really say I've seen a ton of movies based on I the mean, world. Of I assume you've seen The Big Short, right? Uh, no. You haven't yeah. seen The Big Short? No. The fun thing about that one is they use actors. I mean, they're using actors, but they break away and they explain what the comp like they explain stocks by using blackjack and somebody will explain blackjack or they'll have margot robbie in a in a bathtub with bubbles and champagne explaining some complicated thing that the only way you're going to watch it is because margot robbie's explaining what it means what a derivative is and all this stuff it's just fascinating to me well a movie i really liked uh i don't know if it's finance but uh, the informant with matt damon i didn't i never saw that oh my god it's it's great. And it's funny and it's based on a true story. Right. But it's really, really quirky. I mean, it, it, but it's a good movie. It's about how he scammed everybody. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He, yeah. He's, uh, he was he's so good. He's so good in it too. But right. yeah. Wow. I'm, I'm, wow. I'm I mean, what do you expect me to say? Like, like horror? What do you expect? Well, no, I figured uh, any movie about a serial killer. Well, I like, I definitely know. I know. I, but that's drama. the one I thought for sure that you would pick. No, when you, when you mentioned it, this is what we're going to talk about. The money thing, I just realized that how many times I just put this stuff on and I'm I'm fascinated. Like Wall Street. Because you don't know anything about it. 
I mean, I, that might have something to do with it. I'm not learning anything by watching. Like the Enron yeah. thing is fascinating yeah. to watch how what they were doing to manipulate the stocks and and how he broke all that down. The big short breaks down what was going on in the housing crisis. And then uh, Too Big to Fail shows you the from the government side of what was going on for them, you know, how they had to try to save the financial situation using all the big banks and all that stuff. Right. And uh, I don't know. It's just, it's a move. Those are movies that I can put on. And for some reason it, the endorphins go. And again, I'm not a stock guy, so I'm not even yeah. learning to make money. I so, just what's the, so what's the one that if, if someone who maybe don't is not into those movies, what's the one that you would say, this is the one you should watch uh, boiler room. Oh, really? Yeah. I think Boiler Room is, is fantastic. And that's Ben Affleck? Ben Affleck plays sort of, oh, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. I forgot oh. about that one, too. Oh, okay. yeah. So Ben Affleck is playing the Alec Baldwin character from Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. And uh, Giovanni Ribisi yeah. is a young kid who who's a genius with money and stuff, and he, he starts getting into penny stocks. That is the that is the companion to the Wolf of Wall Street, because that's what that guy was doing. Right. I and and Boiler Room came out before that, and and the guy from uh, that thing you do, uh, Tom Tom Everett Scott, played basically Jordan Belfort. He played what Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio was playing. So it's kind of a nice. Those are nice companion movies to put together. But Boiler Room has a real gritty feel. Vin Diesel's in there before he hit it big with the, the car movies he was doing. Um, the car movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Fast and the Furious. Oh, that's good. Uh, but it's, it's fantastic because it really breaks down how that stuff worked. And Anyway, that's wow. my thing. I, 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 I'm definitely taken aback. Uh, <laughs> I haven't watched enough of those movies to make a big recommendation, but I will tell you that I love The Wolf of Wall Street. Uh, I love the way it's made, and and DiCaprio's great in it. Jonah Hill's great in it. Uh, Robbie uh, Margot Robbie's great in it. It's just a funny movie. The, all, oh, no. all the scenes where he's, uh, you know, he's drugged out, and then they replay the scene the way it actually happened is hilarious to me. No, that's a good one. That's a good yeah. one. But you know, at the Boiler Room is kind of the more I don't want to say serious take on that. No, it's 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 probably truer than. Well, I think. Well, what was happening in Wall, Wall Street? That stuff happened. That guy know, flew the but, helicopter but, I mean, in his backyard. They played it really over the top. Well, they did because you, yeah. know, you got Leonardo DiCaprio and right. Jonah was good. Hill was doing great. that stuff. And I like uh, the FBI agent in that. He was yeah. great. Yeah. Kyle, Kyle, whatever his name is. Uh, yeah. The guy from Friday Night Lights. Yep. Secor? Uh, Rock, yeah. Wasn't he also Rocketeer? No, that wasn't Rocketeer. No, that's Bill, Bill uh, Campbell. Campbell, right. A Rocketeer. Uh, but Wall Street's another one that I could watch over and over and over. Well, because, frankly, the performances were so good. Well, the elevator scene with Martin Sheen. No. What I see is a jealous old machinist who can't stand the fact that his son's become more successful than he has. What you see is a guy who never measured a man's success by the size of his What? That's because you never had the guts to go out into the world and stake your own claim. That, that's a ringtone I, I use. We quote uh, Steve and a bunch of his buddies. They quote lines from that movie all the time, and that's the one they always say. Well, in Boiler Room, remember? In the, well, have you seen Boiler Room? I haven't seen it in a, while, a long well, time. Well, there's a scene where they're all watching Wall Street, quoting everything. Wall Street was like their godfather, right? That was their movie that they quoted everything. So anyway. Did, yep, you, see, did you see the sequel to Wall Street where they wussified, I did. Where they yeah. wussified Gordon Gecko? 
A little bit. I mean, that was no, with Shia LaBeouf. He was a bad that. guy in the first one. Right. And right. they kind of, he had redemption. But I thought he the did. way he played it was greed. Greed for a lack Well, of we use that in your, uh, one I of your know, training videos. Right. So. Sales, for a lack of a better word, is good. Sales works. Let me tell you something else. When you add a C to loser, you know what you get? That's right. You get closer. Now, you may be asking yourself, what are my qualifications? You want to know what my qualifications are? You see that watch? That watch costs more than your car. That's my qualifications. Wow. I, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm pretty surprised by that one. I'm sure you won't be surprised by mine. Uh, uh, but, let me guess. Wait a minute. Superhero uh, movies? No, foreign documentaries. <laughs> Starring superheroes. <laughs> yeah, I was sci-fi fantasy for me is my favorite genre. And um, for me, I mean, we have such a different outlook on movies. Um, not all movies. I, I don't want to every movie I, I watch. I don't want it to be escapism. But one of the reasons why I love movies is because of escapism. And when you look at sci-fi and fantasy, it brings you to a place that you've never been to before. Right. Uh, where these, you know, like some of the movies we, we watch, some of the depressing ones, it's just so true to life that it's like, I don't want to see that. I want to be transported someplace. I want colorful characters. And it doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be good sci-fi. I, I don't know if you remember, we saw a movie uh, with Peter Strauss. Yeah. Something in the Forbidden Zone. You remember that? Three, it was 3D with uh, Molly Ringwald. It was an awful movie, but he was good in it. I have and, it on Laserdisc. You have it on Laserdisc? I think I do. Oh, my God. Uh, boy, how, did, how the mighty have fallen with him. Rich man, poor man of that movie. Oh. But uh, Nick Nolte came out all right, though. Yeah. Well, he did, too. I mean, he did more TV stuff than movies, but uh, Peter Strauss. Um, do you remember but, Peter Strauss's best movie? Uh, Jericho Mile. Jericho Mile. Loved Directed by? I have no idea. Michael Mann. I did not know that. Early Michael Mann. Yep. All I remember about, I mean, I remember everything about that movie, but the one scene that sticks in my head is when he throws the stopwatch against a brick wall and in slow motion it shatters after he broke the record. Love that movie. Yeah, and Peter Strauss could run, too. I mean, you could. he was a twig. But anyway, yeah. so uh, for me, it's science fiction and fantasy. And you know me, my favorite movies, are, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark. But that's Super- not science fiction. You call that, that's part fantasy, of the genre? Fantasy. I call it fantasy. How is, how is Raiders fantasy? Uh, let's see. Uh, the, uh, I get it. The big rolling ball and all that, but I mean, not just that. I, I but wouldn't the, call that. Wouldn't well, you call that? Um, I would call it fantasy. Okay. Because I mean, Ralph, the, the spirits come out of the ark and kill. I, know, I guess I don't. When I think of fantasy, I'm thinking Lord of the Rings and furry no, feet and all that. I mean, fantasy is. Look, if you looked at uh, the last Indiana Jones, it was aliens. Yeah. Okay. So to me, that's fantasy. Yeah. Um, so, so I, I love that. I mean, you could you could separate those categories because Lord of the Rings is definitely subcategorized. Well, subcategorize. Yeah, it could be, but I look at them as kind of the same. Um, it's like the superhero movies. Are those really science fiction, or like Shazam, which I really liked? Yeah, because it's not real. Well, that's what I'm saying. So it could be science fiction. It could be fantasy. But I okay. like it because it's escapism. I even like as a kid. I don't know if. I don't know if you ever watched them, but uh, they used to have Creature Double Feature. You remember that, right? On Saturdays. But they used to show Flash Gordon. 
They used to show the I don't remember Flash Gordon. Yeah, and, and they were cheesy special effects, but I just remember as a kid being, oh, my God, this is so cool. I liked Isis. Oh, oh, my, oh, Zephyr winds that blow on high, lift me high so I might fly. She was cute. Was and Shazam, I remember them driving around in a in a camper, an RV or something. Lightning bolt on the front, right? Okay, with mentor. All right, all right back to your films. So anyway, so so for me, uh, look, there there are standbys that I have: uh, Superman, Star Wars, Raiders of the Lost Ark is my favorite movie of all time. But if you've never seen these movies, uh, old because you know me, I like the old movies. Metropolis. Fritz Lang, mm-hmm. unbelievable what he was able to do back way, way back. Forbidden Planet, which was really one of the first big budget, serious science fiction movies. Frank, Frank Drebin's in that. Frank Drebin, that that's right, leading man. And it was uh, they used Robbie the Robot, who right. you still who is in that's movies. all about your id. That's right. It's based on the Shakespeare's The Tempest, in case you were interested. And Walt Disney. Uh, for the only time they did it, they they partnered with them to do the animation for the uh, monster that was invisible, the invisible id. Actually, they did all the animation, the ray guns, the electrical fields and stuff like that. So that's a great – The Thing from Another World, you know I love that movie. Um, but you've but only just, seen John Carpenter's The Thing once. Yeah, I just found it, it – uh, it's one of those movies that there are scenes in it I really like, but there's a lot of disturbing scenes in it. That I'm just not gung ho to see. So again. I mean, okay, let's. So sci- okay, I want to. As a couple movies, I want to ask you about. Yeah. If you've seen them, that are science fiction. But go ahead. There's a couple specifically I want to ask you about. Well, no, I'm curious about you because you know everyone knows because I post stuff all the time. You know how I feel about science fiction and what yeah. I like. I'm kind of curious about you. I don't even know if you like the genre, but I do. You, I do, but I like so the. What is I don't, it you like? like I like movie? movies like. Have you ever seen Sunshine? Danny Boyle Sunshine. No. Is that with? Uh, oh wait, that's the. Uh, uh, they're near the sun or something. Or the, they have to go to the Nova? sun. They have to recharge the sun. They got to shoot a nuclear thing into the sun to because uh, uh, Earth is cold, and they have to. They send a crew out to. Uh, and it's a typical story where, just like like Prometheus and Ale, any movie where oh we got a beeper signal we got to go rescue even two thousand and one yeah. or twenty ten yeah. with Roy Scheider same yeah. thing. Some blip happens. They got to help somebody else. Sunshine, Event Horizon. You probably never seen that. Uh, Event uh, Lawrence Fishburne is yes. he in that? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen it? Yeah, but but oh. uh, I mean, I long time ago. Yeah. So I mean, I kind of like uh, Alien. Of course, is a science fiction horror. You could put that in a bunch of genres. You remember the movie? You you turned me on to this. Um, uh, it starred Michael Nuri, and it was about an yeah, alien. the hidden. The Hidden, that's the one, with Kyle, the guy from Twin Peaks. Yep. Uh, I really liked that movie. And that was a low-budget science fiction movie. Well, that was kind of an alien ripoff, I think. It Um, was good. Yeah, yeah, but uh, no, it wasn't even. It just it would the alien would go in your mouth and control. Well, I mean, but I think it came out after Alien. Michael Nury had just come off a flash dance. I think even if you listen to the Hidden commentary – he was fighting with the director the whole time. He's just one of these guys that just has to always, unlike what we were talking about, Galaxy Quest, where everybody yeah. was on the same yeah, team. Yeah. It was a love and they, were, they were talking to the writer. I want to make sure I do the right thing for you. I think he was the opposite. The other thing I learned from the hidden commentary is the director talked about Kyle McLaughlin. When you meet him in person, he looks like an average dude. Like he just like he looks like anybody walking up. The minute you put the camera on him, he said, the minute I looked in the viewfinder, 
and you look at him through the camera lens, he's a movie star. Really? And there are people who, uh, ha- the, the, the camera, like there's Jack, Jack Nicholson, there are people who understand camera angles and all that. And he said, Kyle McLaughlin's one of those guys that once that camera goes on, you realize why he was a movie star. Then he did Showgirls, and I think, <clears throat> I think it all went downhill. But back to the Hidden, yes, Hidden was a, a really nice, a good science fiction film. I like that, and it was a, it was a low budget, wasn't a big budget. It yeah. was a great story. Yeah, I guess I, you know, listen, I enjoyed Star Wars. I'm not gonna, you know, the th- the first three. I actually liked a couple of the the newer ones that have come out, specifically um, Rogue One. Rogue One, I thought yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, but that was out of the. That wasn't part of the trilogy. No, I understand that. Yeah. But, but I liked it. I didn't like any of the other ones. Actually, so, I mean, Empire yeah, so was it's... the best one out of the three. I mean, which Empire one? Was... Empire Strikes Back. Yes, it was. It was the best was. movie out of the three. It was. Uh, but I could watch I mean, that, those movies. I could watch all the time. Although now that you watch Star Wars now, I still like it a lot. But it's a lot slower than I remember it being. Where Empire, I thought, was a uh, faster paced, better story. But I still well, he... love it. I still I, think he kind of, again, we talk about lightning in a bottle all the time. I mean, you got to believe that those people, when they were doing Star Wars, were like, what the, what are we doing here? Harrison Ford and Alec Guinness is like, what the? Well, I know the British ridiculous. felt that way. They right. had no idea what the hell they were doing. Well, how could they know that? That's, again, it's lightning in a bottle. They just hit, hit, hit. Well, and of course, I mean, he, that's why he ruined the next three, because he just got into himself and. Because he did that one with Robert De Niro. Not De Niro, I'm sorry. Duvall, XX17, what is that one? Oh, uh, THX117. TH, you know, the one he did. Yeah. Now, do you like Logan's Run? I love Logan's Run. Okay. And, yeah. I mean, so so science fiction, there's a lot of uh, Planet of the Apes. That's science fiction, right? Oh, yeah. Well, fantasy science fiction. Okay. I mean, well, yeah, yeah that's cross I mean, apes running the have, world. Have that's you fantasy. seen any, like, have you seen Metropolis? Yeah. How'd you like Metropolis? I mean, you know, it's, it's again, it's black and white, right? So it's... How about Things to Come? You ever seen that? Nope. I mean, you look at how old those movies are and what they were able to do visually. Yes. It, and I'm not saying it holds up, but it's, it's still pretty amazing. I, I sit there and go, how the heck could they have done that back then? Where now everything is, you know, computer and all this stuff. Well, a lot of movies I look back and go, I don't know. I, honestly, in my business, I don't know how the, I don't know how we pulled off the stuff we did before all this technology kicked. It in. is pretty amazing because if you look at Star Wars, the original, it's all practical effects, right? Uh, all models, right? In fact, they had to invent cameras to to make the ships move. Well, they're the know? ones that came. They're the ones who came up with don't move the model, move the camera. Right. Exactly. ILM came up with that. Industrial like magic came from right. Star Wars. And then he was able to fund his own movies, which, uh, you know, because the he kept they, the studio kept wanting to shut him down because they didn't they didn't think he knew what he was doing. And he kind of admitted that, too. He had a breakdown during it. But, you know, when they were lining up around the block, uh, they did the same thing to Spielberg. You know, they had to send hookers to I'm sorry, sex workers to. Well, Amity why, Island. Ralph, they're, well, no, they're hookers, Ralph. Well, they're not on hookers. The vineyard, they're hookers, hookers are people who make rugs. Okay, fish, those are hookers. No, hookers, it's fish. It's, you know, that's right. what they call and, them in the vineyard. Fish, hookers, and rug makers, people who sell their body for money, they're sex workers. I just want everybody to know that. So they had to send sex workers to uh, Martha's Vineyard because Spielberg was stressed out and the 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 so Universal was ready to take the movie away from him. So these guys, all of them, believe me, um, Martin uh, Scorsese probably he had breakdowns in half of his films that he was doing. 
But look what they come up with. I mean, it's all, it's just. Did you, uh, you ever see Silent Running? Yes. How'd you like that? That's Bruce Dern, right? Yeah. It was good. I like, you know, honestly, I like uh, uh, Roger Corman's, all his stupid science fiction stuff he did. Well, there's one I just watched, uh, Battle Beyond the Stars, with Richard Thomas and Robert Vaughn. It's it's a a remake of The Magnificent. How about Flash Gordon, Uh, The Queen, Flash Gordon, that one. Love it, with Sam Jones. Science fiction is a huge, like, just huge. So so you, I mean, so so you do like science fiction. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's interesting. I think it's the fantasy, like you don't like the. Well, you haven't seen the Lord of the Rings. I have to watch it. I I cannot believe you haven't seen that. Just from a filmmaking standpoint, I know I dated. I dated someone who said to me, uh, "You haven't seen the Lord of the Rings." I go, "No, Uh, I can't do this." It split you up. Yeah, Uh, that's what I. That's 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 the story I'm going with. That's the story I'm going with. Oh yeah, wasn't anything you did anyway. Wow. So, uh, all right. So, let me throw out something else at you because you throw me with the finance stuff. So, let me throw another genre at you and ask. I want to ask you, pick a couple of movies that uh, you would recommend. Musicals. Oh Christ! Okay. <laughs> well, Listen, I know you're going to say Grease. Grease right? is fantastic. Yeah. Hair. Oh, treat treat Williams. Milo Foreman. Yeah, name some musicals, I'll tell you. I mean, I, listen, I don't hate musicals. I, I can't wait to see Steven Spielberg's West Side Story. Uh, West Side Story I love. The original. It's like remaking Jaws. I don't know. There's something about what he's going to do to it that I, I don't think know. is going to be fantastic. I mean, the only thing I think that would be good, they're going to be able to, you know, uh, West Side Story filmed in New York, which is something right. at the time was very rare, but they only filmed so much there. Um that to me would be really cool if they could film on location. I think the, they, the I think they did. I'm not 100 yeah, percent sure. But I just, I, mean, I just look at that movie. I, why would you want to remake it? It's such a good movie. Like I said, it's like remaking Jaws. I just don't know all why. that jazz. I loved all, all that, that jazz. I love Roy Scheider. Right. I know we make a big joke out of singing in the rain. Well, I no, just, we that, don't make a joke out of it. I would never make a joke about that movie. I know it's, it's beloved. I get it. I, it's I the best it. American movie musical of all time. Uh, how about Phantom of the Opera, the one the uh, Paul Williams is in? Phantom, Phantom of Paradise. That one. Yeah. That was uh, right. Queen, Bohemian Rhapsody, I thought was it's a great karaoke movie. Uh, yeah, you know, I, my, my feeling on that movie is I thought the movie was okay. Yeah. I thought he was spectacular. Actually, the 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 guys in the band. I, no, no, no. If you watch, if, if you actually listen to the movie, listen to the dialogue, it's like, yeah. what the? This is yeah, ridiculous. no. And they also did revisionist history with Queen. Well, they did. They totally but gl- he was, listen. Like, on YouTube, they show the clip of that concert side by side. Oh, no. They, I, they, 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 did, they copied that, but that Sasha was Baron Cohen was, was supposed incredible. to do. Sasha Baron Cohen was supposed to play Freddie Mercury. Really? In a biopic. That would have been midgets holding heroin and cocaine at the parties and giving guys handies because they're walking by a little i mean little people i don't mean midgets i mean little yeah people. you you're yeah i mean you're in gonna the 70s no those parties were like i used to read articles about the queen parties that they used to have and in this pg-13 thing everybody well, that was like, the thing they said they cleaned it up quite a bit but you know what i didn't even care because his performance was i get it no I mean, and i love you know i'm a huge queen it. fan so i just couldn't yeah. i love the, the music, music so, was great so and the fact so, that he did i mean he you know he he, it was his voice 
and a and a um, a Freddie Mercury impersonator, yeah. and they combine the voices. So, did you see the um, Elton John biopic? I never saw no, that one. I didn't. You know, after seeing that one, I'm like, what? What are they gonna? Did you like it? I didn't see it. I was thinking oh, the same thing. I saw yeah. the Queen one, and I just uh, I did hear the kid uh, Tyler. What's his name? No, he's a kid from the um, not umbrella. The, uh, the umbrella yeah. guy, yeah, the Kingsman. Uh, he did all his own singing, and I heard he was very good in it. Yeah, he was good. So uh, what I heard, I, he was good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what other uh, what other musicals have been out that? Well, see, for me, uh, it's it's not anything current. I mean, I like old like Bye Bye Birdie. I love because I love Anne Margaret. The Music Man for me is right up there because of uh, of Robert Preston. I actually really like. And I, I got it on Blu-ray, My Fair Lady. But I, I'm disappointed that Audrey Hepburn didn't do her own singing. But she was great in it. And Rex Harrison. By the way, that was a musical where Rex Harrison couldn't dub his uh, songs because he did it different every time. So it was one of the first times they, they built in microphones. So he sang live on the stage. And he was really good in it. And, and that was, you know, the old story. They wanted Cary Grant to do it. And Cary Grant said, if you don't hire Rex Harrison to do it, um, I, I won't even go see the movie. So, <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, you know, I, I like those old because they don't make them like that. They just, I know that sounds so cliche, but they don't make musicals like that. You know anymore. what it is? You're, you come from a stage background. Yeah, that's true. And, and I've done Grease a couple of times. Right. I, I, those um, things I've, look staged to me, like they, those old things. That so uh, now on uh, that error, that's the way they yeah. were, right? On one of the podcasts, we had to do, we did um, the ladies' choice where our significant others would bring a film, and Debbie brought wanted to do Sound of Music, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I have to. And you know what? I love that film. Yeah. And part of it is it's in the it's in the DNA. It's songs that you just knew every. I knew every song, and it made me want to watch the film, and. I really enjoyed that. And that's an old school musical like yeah. the King and King and I remember we, I love the yeah. King and I when it came yeah. out. So I go to musicals. I saw, you know, magic Mike is kind of a musical, but with naked guys dancing around, that was fun. I don't, I, I, did you ever see magic Mike? Uh, no. Oh, it's, it's, it's actually great. It's great. Yeah. Um, Mike really likes it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like one of, there were three guys in the whole movie theater watching that. And it was great. Did you get dragged there by a, a young lady? No, I, my Jen and I went, oh. and I had no problem going. I because it's uh, Stephen so, Stephen um, so, what's his name? Soderberg. Soderberg. Well, you got man crushes anyway, right? Not on. I don't. Uh, not on. Uh, who's that man guy in that? Uh, yeah, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on his name. He was in Twenty One Drum Street too. Right. No. Great. I, I he's think good. He's, he's great. He's great. But I know, no, no. My man crushes are old guys. Well, Kevin Costner, Brad Pitt. Uh, it's funny, I, Kevin Costner. I just watched The Untouchables. That's great. He looks like he looks like a baby in that movie. It's so good. He's got a new I, movie out with Diane Lane. Yeah, Diane it, looks, Lane. it looks good. By the way, have you ever seen City on Fire that she did back in the day? I never saw City it. on Fire. I think it's that's what it's called. Uh, Walter Hill did it. Oh no, no. Uh, Michael Pere, yeah. Diane Lane. Uh, I Diane love that Lane movie. Has, Diane takes, Lane has not aged. I no. know she. I know she's she was. A uh, she was like eighteen when she made that movie. She's adorable, and she uh, he, she and Kevin Costner just did a film together. Yeah, um, uh, they did. I want back or something. But yeah. when I, I was watching Untouchables, and frankly, I watch it because of Sean Connery. 
And I was like, I was like, wow. He was good. Did he? He got the Oscar for that one. Yeah, he? he was great in that movie. And the he movie was good. The movie was was awesome. Uh, the way I it agree. was filmed, the old old Chicago. And De Niro, no, I agree. De Niro was great in it. I did. I tell you the story when Bell and I, <laughs> we took that train ride to Chicago. Yeah, I told you about the. So it's a seventeen hour train ride. Yeah, it was like Amtrak had this deal for like thirty four dollars. Oh, wow. uh, round trip. So I said, Bella, let's get, we got on a train Friday night. We get there. So we're getting a train to Chicago. Uh, Saturday, we spend four hours in Chicago. Then we get on a 24 hour train back to Maryland. But while we're, we're at the Chicago train station, you're at the, the stairs. And I know I said to Bella, Bella, and we're sitting in this area that we're waiting for our train. So I said, I got to walk around. I got to find where this, where the staircase is. So I walk all over the damn thing. Come back. And I'll never forget, I turn around. I'm sitting there with Bella waiting for a train. I turn around, and the stairway is just literally right behind me. <laughs> and I'll show, I'll show pictures, but I took a ton of pictures. Oh, of you did? Me, of me leaning on the rail, you know, because it's, yeah. That, that's yeah I, went, I went there, and I was looking for the locations. You know, a couple scenes where they shot, uh, when they go from the police station to yeah. uh, no, it's, that street right there. Because the architecture is the same. I mean, it looks, you know. Yeah. But that did, you ever, was, did you ever listen to the podcast called I Was There? This guy, Matt, I can't think of his last name. No. He would do, he would talk about famous scenes in movies. And he would find an actor who was not the main actor, but just somebody who happened to be in the scene. Right? So he found the woman. You know the woman who's got the baby? Yeah. He found her and he spent a whole hour talking about how they filmed that scene. And they made that scene up on the fly. I did they didn't know, know that. what they had. And well, Andy Garcia, you know that scene where he slides and shoots? Yeah. He says to Brian De Palma, he goes, you know, I played baseball as a kid. I know how to slide. I think this would be kind of cool. And they just came up with all that stuff on the fly. Well, it was also based on the Battleship Potemkin. I understand that. I was going to mention that when you were talking about Metropolis, that that's the kind of movie that I watch yeah. about editing and stuff. Well, I saw that. I saw that. That was the first time people started, you know, editing. I took a so. film class in college, and we saw right. we saw that. Uh but that's uh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's good. So so yeah. So so what musical based on your taste would you recommend? Give me one musical you'd recommend. Grease. <laughs> no, I mean honestly, all that jazz. Ah, uh, okay. I loved it. all I, that was, jazz. He, I think is great a tour de force. That's on based on Bob Fosse, right? Obviously. And he directed it. Yeah. Did he and, direct and, that? Yeah, and Roy yeah. Scheider was fantastic. Roy Scheider's fantastic. Jessica Lange plays Death. Death. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Yes, I would recommend uh, all that jazz. And if you like, uh, you know me, I'm old school. So I, I, t- I would recommend, even though they kind of messed it up, it's not like the Broadway show, but I would recommend Bye Bye Birdie. Because Anne Margaret, that was her first big role. Oh, she was awesome in that. And I love Jeez, Dick Van Dyke, too. That's a, that's a part I've always wanted to play, Dick Van Dyke's part in that. Uh, uh, I would love to play that, but anyway. So yeah, who's so, in okay. Bye Bye Birdie? Is that that's not Elvis, right? Well, it's it's Conway Twitty. It's based on Elvis, though. So Elvis, when Elvis went in the army, the play is based on Elvis going into the army. What do you mean it's Conway Twitty? Uh, the the actor Conrad, excuse me, Conrad Birdie. Oh, Instead okay. of Elvis, his character's name is Conrad Birdie. They wanted to have Elvis in it, but his uh, his manager, the Colonel, wouldn't let wouldn't them let do him. it in trial for it. He would have been great. But he threw uh, up in the trumpet in uh, Commitment, so. Yeah, exactly. But it's a good movie. It's uh, Commitments is a good musical. What is? Commitments. 
I love the commitments. I love that. That's a soundtrack I listen to all the time. Check our webpage for commitments. Yeah. A lot of hits on that too. A lot of people uh, on Facebook anyway, talk really? about how much they love the movie. They, they apparently don't want to leave comments I'll on YouTube. You blame them. Leaving it on Facebook, which is good. That's okay. Right. Uh, okay. So listen, I want to do this again and I'm going to pick, uh, I'm going to give you a little time though, because I only told you we, what kind of a topic was going to be. Right. But here's what I want you to think about for next week. I want to talk about I get homework. I want to talk about Westerns. Oh, okay. Okay. So I want you to think about that now. That's a good genre. Yeah. Uh, it's a great genre and it's, it's, uh, it started very American, but it turned into international pretty quickly. So uh, I want to well, talk. I think about they all stole from each other. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, but, but, uh, and we're also planning on next, uh, if, if, if we can't get the whole family on next Friday, which is the Friday before Thanksgiving, we want to do a whole family Thanksgiving podcast with uh, Patty Marie and my brother, Steve, um, to kind of kick off Thanksgiving. If we can't get them Friday, we'll do it the following Friday. So the Western theme will be either next this Friday, uh, next Friday, we'll or see, the Friday we'll after whatever, Thanksgiving. Whatever. So what, what are we going to talk about if we bring the whole family? They don't talk I want to talk Westerns. about our Thanksgivings, and I want to oh. show, because remember, in, in 1980, we had a video camera. No one had right. video. Right. Uh, I want to show some of the stuff that we shot because it's, it's probably your family. I mean, you sit around the table talking ragtime the whole time, but we got it on video. Thanks right. to my dad. Okay. Right. So I think it'd be funny to talk about our things and holidays in general. Some of us embrace the holidays. Some of us didn't enjoy the holidays. So I think it might be fun to uh, talk about that with our other siblings. So uh, I'll try to confirm if they can get on it and, I, and it might expand our audience too. Although some of them probably wouldn't even let anyone know they did. Are they going to come on after I uh, mentioned some family secrets? Is well, Marie and Patty, which I didn't, to, I didn't, I didn't say what they have, thought I said, but we're going to have to put a little filter on it because whatever you say, right? You say something here, Marie brings it here, right? Okay, so she, she did, did up, rant. She rant that way up. She's a bomb dropper, all right, and she gets us in a lot of trouble. So we just got a, a little filter. But I think what we should do is we should each, before we get on, we should have a couple of drinks. And then while we're on, we should be drinking. Yeah, I agree with that. That way everyone That's will, Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah. But but no politics. No, we don't do politics here. Well, if we're drinking, you still no politics? No, no, I will not. Listen, I will not do politics. I'm telling you now. This is my okay. one respite from that. Okay. okay. And I want to keep it that okay. way. I just, I just want you drinking politics. Now, that sometime down the road, Ralph, if nobody watches the show, we might eventually have to get into it. <laughs> I think it would be entertaining because you and I couldn't be more opposite. Right. And nobody's watching anyway, so who right. cares? So, but I hope it doesn't come to that because really, I, I want one place where it's not part Maria's of Maria's watching these. Oh, what's that? Uh, My and? friend Maria. Yeah. I don't, I'm just saying, she's watching these. What does that mean? It just means somebody's watching. Oh, okay. Other than mom Tim's and dad. Tim's watching them too. Who? Tim. I don't, oh, I don't well, shout out to Tim. Oh, That's Tim. Fun. Thanks for watching, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Uh, we will, if people message us or put a comment, we'll shout them out, right? I don't, I have no problem. Oh, I will. Them. Absolutely. Yeah. Kidding? 
Actually, Mark Tarbox is the one who uh, talked about uh, we give away spoilers on our other podcast. We so. fixed that. Thank you, Mark. I know. That we was good. That. I think we that's good. That. And that was good feedback, too, because uh, some of the movies we pick are obscure and people have never seen them. So that's okay. That's right. Like Spitfire Grill. That's right. We got a good one coming up. Phantasm. 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 Not Phantasm. Phantasm. It's Phantasm. Phantasm. Is that fantasy, science fiction, or horror? That's, what is uh, that? that's fantasy. That's fantasy. Right. Yeah. And it's low-budget fantasy, too. Right. So, <laughs> All right, Ralph, that that's fun. it, man. Uh, All right. I hope you have a great weekend. We'll see you on the other podcast Tuesday. And everyone, again, I know I'm begging. Please subscribe. Hit the notification button. Share it. Uh, we need to expand our audience. We really do appreciate you watching. Uh, we'll or talk- listening. Or listening, if you're listening on any of our streaming services. Right. And uh, I hope you have a great weekend and get ready for Thanksgiving, okay? We will All right. Talk- stay safe. Everybody stay safe. Take care.